1: Shalom. It's a blessing to be here as we are celebrating Pesach or Passover. And we're going to begin in a moment to discuss Passover and Yom HaBikurim. But we'll wait for that. Let's pray first. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and honor you and worship you. Lord, it is so great to be in the season of the Moa'dim, the appointed times, your appointments with us. We thank you for this time. We thank you that we can remember and do remember who you are and what you've done. We bless you and we pray for your anointing to be on this program as we celebrate your feast. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. Well, so Passover began Wednesday evening, and it is a busy, busy time as we go to seders and we we get together, and it's just wonderful. If you are still interested, you can get uh, a Haggadah, to, which is the order of service, for a seder, and you can learn a lot of, by getting one of those. You can also get a devotional, as you'll find out in a second. This is the third day of counting the omer, so we'd love for you to get that devotional. You can get it online you, uh, at our website sherechdeved.org, or you can get a uh, a paper copy of it—fifty-six or so pages. And it's a 50-day devotional with a number of uh, pages on prayer prior to the devotions. So it's it's definitely worth hap- having if if you'd like to give us three dollars each, we'd appreciate it. But if not, uh, we'll give it to you free, and we'll give you as many as you want to need. It's a great uh, gift to give to family members, in particular but uh, friends and and neighbors and so on. So uh, please call at 813-831-5673. We'll get things out to you immediately. Since we already have started, you'll want to get things as quickly as possible. Uh, Again, come visit our synagogue. We love visitors. Friday nights, Saturday mornings. Go to our website, shereshtavid.org. Or call and uh, we'll give you times and locations for uh, one of our four synagogues, one of which is uh, in Spanish so uh, and we also have a Hagada in Spanish. We don't have the counting of the Omar uh, Omer in Spanish, but we do have uh, the Hagada in Spanish. All right, well, we're going to begin. Uh, this, as I mentioned to you, is, well, it's April 9th, Sunday. Uh, this is when this program is being aired, and so we're going to go over what we would do uh, from the counting of the Omer booklet. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech ha'alom, asher Kiddushanu b'mitzvotav vitzivanu al sifrat ha'omer. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has set us apart by your commandments and has commanded us to count the Omer. Today is the third day of the first week, and day three I have counted the Omer. Then each one will have a theme. The theme of this devotional is Revival Begins with Repentance. And I have scriptures for you, Proverbs 28, 13, One who covers up his transgressions will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them finds mercy. And Acts three nineteen and 20. Repent therefore in return, so your sins might be blotted out. So times of relief, or one of the other translations says refreshing, might come from the presence of Adonai, and he might send Yeshua, the Messiah, appointed for you. Acts 2.38, Peter said to them, Repent, and let each of you be immersed in the name of Messiah, Yeshua, for the removal of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. And then I give you a thought, usually from... Somebody famous, in this case it's C.S. Lewis, who said, We all want progress, but if you're on the wrong road, progress means doing an about turn and walking back to the right road. In that case, the man who turns back soonest is the most progressive. And then also I wrote, Consider repentance a gift from God, Use this gift daily, and you are one step closer to revival. The challenge, there's always a challenge in the devotional. It is a challenge to be transparent as you repent. Remember, God already knows what you've done. He actually knows more than you do, so be real with him. If needed, also repent to those you have hurt or wronged. And then there's always a short prayer. deny I am a sinner. My thoughts are not always your thoughts. I ask you to transform my heart in order that my thoughts and actions agree with yours. May today be the start. Revive me. So that's the devotional. And it's my heart that as you read it each day, you will then meditate on it and allow it to work in your heart and go to other areas with it let it let uh, what it says put you on a journey so uh, yeah and and then prior to that as we talked about I believe it was last week or the week before um, that we have all these prayers in the front that you can pray um, it should be no problem in taking an hour. Uh, each day, as we uh, do what God has asked us to do, between Passover and um, Feast of Weeks or Pentecost, we count the Omer, and this is how I've felt that we should be doing it. Hope you'll join us; it's it's going to be extremely rewarding to you. So, um, let me talk a little bit about Passover, and then which is Pesach. And then Yom Habikurim, which is first fruits, which for me is the appointed time to celebrate Yeshua's resurrection. Okay, so just a little background. The seven feasts are given to Israel by the Lord, and and this is to celebrate throughout our generations. In other words, it's everlasting. That's what it says in Scripture those of you who know yeshua as messiah uh are going i believe should be celebrating these feasts whether you're jewish or not jewish it doesn't say anything about just jewish people doing this they are not just agricultural holidays but they're uh god's each one talks about god's redemptive program and uh you know and from the starting with the death of Yeshua to the fulfillment of his messianic kingdom. Now, the revelation of Scripture is progressive. The disciples just began to understand the feasts and their relationship to Yeshua after he died, was buried, and rose again. So, these feasts are divided into two sections. The first four deal with the first coming of Messiah— this is what we are, are currently involved in, the spring feasts. The last three are the fall feasts, signaling the second coming of the Messiah in order for him to establish his kingdom and fulfill his covenant promises. So, However, Passover began Wednesday evening, and we're going to start with that. Uh, it's amazing that... Passover has been in scripture was mentioned 77 times in the Hebrew scriptures and the new covenant. Now, the other holy days are only mentioned 10 or less, so you can see the importance of Passover. And it begins God's redemptive plan. It focuses on some key principles in God's word. First of all, that the Lamb of God. That takes away our sin obviously is Yeshua. Uh, Yeshua uh, Joseph named his son Yeshua, which means salvation, because he would save his people from their sins. Yeshua was that lamb. Isaiah forty nine, six says, So I will give you as a light for the nations that you should be my salvation to the end of the earth. John one twenty nine says. The next day, Yochanan, John, sees Yeshua coming to him and says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Uh, a Second concept is there's only one way. <laughs> there's only one way to the Lord. The Lord. It's explained early on in Exodus, the blood of the lamb over the doorpost of the house was the only way to receive protection and deliverance for the firstborn. We see this in Exodus thirty-four eighteen, 18. And uh, it's the same now. Unless you apply the blood of Yeshua to your heart to cover your sins, you cannot be delivered from sin and experience the promised land which is heaven and the abundant life now, right? A third concept is that God wants you to be free, and the acceptance of the lamb and the blood brings freedom. Whom he has set free is free indeed. The fourth concept is matzah. It reminds us, that's that's the unleavened bread, it reminds us that God desires desires us to be holy. And without sin, as Yeshua was holy, matzah is scored or striped and it has holes pierced through it in order for the matzah not to get puffed up. But it reminds us of the humility and sinless nature of Yeshua and that he was uh, striped or scored and pierced as he became the ultimate Passover sacrifice. Now, a uh, fifth concept is remember who God is and what he's done. There's only one Passover, really, in Exodus 12. All future Passovers are a memorial to remember the first one. Got it? So in that memorial, we also see the Lord's Supper. And in Luke 22:19, it says he took the matzah or the bread and offered the blessing, the bracha, and he broke it and gave it to them saying, This is my body given to you. Do this in memory of me. Okay? Remember the faithfulness of God who promised Abraham in Genesis 22.8 that God will provide for himself a lamb. This deliverance was a prophecy of Yeshua's sacrifice as the Lamb of God. And we are to trust God. That's the sixth concept. Passover is all about trusting God so much that you are willing to put the blood over the doorpost, your doorpost, and see God's deliverance of life over death. And finally, the last concept I'll mention is that we are to be intimate with God as a result of celebrating Passover. So let's look at a couple of the traditions that are not necessarily biblical, all of them, but they are done at the Seder, and yet they're still really meaningful to us as Bible believers. So first of all, we have a Seder. The word Seder means order, and it refers to um, the service we are celebrating. Now, we use the Haggadah. This is a booklet and Haggadah means the telling and describes the events of the Passover story. It is very important so that we remember as God commanded us. Uh, third thing is we remove chametz. Chametz is the Hebrew for leaven from the house. In Exodus 12.15, it says for seven days you're to eat matzot, but on the first day You must remove chametz, or leaven, from your houses. For whoever eats chametz from the first day until the seventh day, that soul will be cut off from Israel. In other words, nothing with yeast in it, nothing that will rise, because traditionally the beginning of Passover um, is all about getting rid of the leaven that is in not only our houses, but in our hearts. And we remove the sin. Prepare your heart, as it says in 1 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8. Shows you how this is not just in the Hebrew Scriptures. It says, your boasting is no good. Don't you know that a little chametz, or leaven, leavens the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old chametz so you may be a new batch, just as you are unleavened. For Messiah, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us keep, uh, celebrate the feast, not with old chametz, the chametz of malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread, the matzah of sincerity and truth. Next, we have... Uh, Cups of wine, we drink four cups of wine or grape juice during our Seder. Why? Because the Lord promised four blessings in Exodus 6, 6 and 7. The cup of salvation, I'll bring you out from under the burdens of Egypt. The cup of deliverance, I will deliver you from their bondage. The cup of redemption, I will redeem you with an outstretched arm. And I believe all three of these, especially the third one, is, you know, this is Yeshua. Uh, This is all about Yeshua. And so in his Seder, the third one, this is when he did what you know as, many of you know as communion, but the Lord's Supper. And then finally, the fourth one is the cup of praise. I'll take you to myself as a people, and I will be your God. There's also the washing of hands, reminding us that um, in the Seder that, that Yeshua washed the disciples' feet, uh, John 13, 12 through 17. We break the middle matzah of three matzahs. This is a mystery in Jewish seders. The, uh, even people who don't believe in Yeshua, but the three pieces of matzah are kept in a white cloth or linen bag called the matzatash. This bag has three compartments to separate the three pieces If it is ever explained, which generally it isn't, but the top piece represents the priests, the second, the Levites, and the third, Israel. So the leader takes the middle matzah, breaks it in two, he then puts a small piece back between the other two pieces and wraps the larger piece in a separate linen cloth. This is called the afikomen which means that which comes after, or it might mean dessert. The afikomen will be hidden until after the meal. Then following the meal, the children will look for it. The children who find it will bring it to the leader, who will redeem it for a price. It is then broken and must be shared by all in order to finish the Seder. So traditionally, this middle a uh, piece of matzah is eaten at the same time as the third cup of wine, which is the cup of redemption, and it records it this way. And when in Luke twenty-two nineteen, and when it uh, this uh, when he had taken matzah and offered the blessing, he broke it, gave it to them, saying, "This is my body. Give it for you. Do this in memory of me." Matthew twenty-six twenty-seven and twenty-eight. He took a cup after giving thanks. He gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the removal of sins. So very, very exciting uh, to see these kinds of things because they are so what we would call messianic, even in traditional uh, satyrs. Now, we also, I mentioned to you today, is Yom HaBikurim, the Feast of the First Fruits. It's resurrection. We celebrate resurrection. Uh, But this is from Leviticus 23. In verse 10, it says, we are to uh, bring the Omer of the first fruits of your harvest to the Kohen. He is to wave the Omer, uh, and then on the morrow after Shabbat, the Kohen is to wave it. It is, and then it says in verse 14, it's a statue forever throughout your generations. Now, Yeshua's resurrection was the beginning of the first fruit of the harvest of all mankind. Those who belong to Messiah or Mashiach will be resurrected until uh, life... Uh, I'm sorry, unto uh, his life at his coming. So, but now... It says in 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty, Messiah has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. So here's some of the proof in Acts 1, 3. To them, he showed himself to be alive after his suffering through many convincing proofs, appearing to them for 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And we see that there were 500 people witnessed Yeshua after his resurrection, uh, 1 Corinthians fifteen six, And even Thomas checked out Yeshua's wounds. And he was not the first to be raised from the dead. Um, Elijah and Elisha were raised. Yeshua raised a 12-year-old girl and Lazarus. However, Yeshua was the first to return in his resurrected body never to die again. So even uh, Martha in John eleven twenty four said, I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Yeshua said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And in first Peter one, three, blessed be the God and father of the Lord, Yeshua, the Messiah. In his great mercy, he caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Messiah, Yeshua from the dead. The resurrection brings us hope of uh, eternal hope. Uh, and that Yeshua, the Messiah is Lord and also hope for our life today. In Philippians 3, 10 and 11, it says, My aim is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, if somehow I might arrive at the resurrection from among the dead. So there's so much to talk about concerning this. Um, it's exciting. Uh, let me just close with Ephesians 1, 18. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what the hope of his calling is, what is his richness, his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is his exceedingly great power toward us who keep trusting him. In keeping with the work, working of his mighty strength, the power he exercised in Messiah when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the hand of, uh, the right hand in heaven. He is far above any lo- ruler and so on. So you have to read it for yourself. Also 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty. but now Messiah has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. So let me just close because, <laughs> you know, time goes by so, so quickly. Uh, Let me close in prayer. We'll talk more next week. It's a blessing to be here with you. And so, Father, I just pray that the Lord would be each person's first priority. And may they grow in their desire to have a heart like you, Lord, a heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.
0: You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.